Welcome to another episode of Is Everyone Okay here on Diplo's Revolution Channel 52. I'm here with my co-host, Kyle Kaplan. Yes, made famous from the group Phantoms, which also my co-host, Vincent Pregola, is also a part of. I'm uh, made famous by the group Phantoms. Um, so now that you have this intro, um, let's just get into the show. Kyle, how are we feeling this week? Uh, I'm distracted. I am um, not really here right now. And I, do you know why, Vinny? I think I do know why, actually. Uh, I think it's because we are leaving very soon from Los Angeles to go to Punta Cana down uh, for Holy Shipwrecked. Yes, yeah. It's um, going to be a party down there. Got so many friends down there. It is really hard to do the show right now in our apartment because, A, we have to wake up at like 2 a.m. Yeah, that's a that's an early early wake up. It's not even really early. It's just that's kind of normally when I go to sleep. So I don't know how that's gonna go. Yeah, I'm excited to see how this happens tonight. My my plan is to drink now and like peak drunk, and then eat a little bit. Try to like pretend to my body that it's almost uh, do like a 10 p.m. forced sleep. Yeah, exactly. Like a drunken nap. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like a nap, and then wake up and just be like, uh, uh, just uh. really out of it. <laughs> Well, it's going to be exciting tomorrow. It's going to take us uh, God knows how long to get down there with all of our friends. But we will be, uh, I guess this airs, what, on Friday? So we will already be in the midst of, uh, of Punta Cana. Yeah, a lot of deaths right? that have happened there, too. Not the past. this week, but well, not, not recently. This, yeah, not with holy <laughs> shit. But, yeah. yeah, there was a big problem in the Dominican Republic with the minibar alcohol. I've heard it's been resolved, however, which is nice. It's good news for us since we are drinkers. Well, we'll go down and we'll, you know, we'll scope it out. We'll I was, I was out. actually looking at the schedule for um, this week, and I saw every day they had this thing at like eleven or twelve. It said, um, like shipwreck for for is like sober shipwreck. So for like those people that are going that are sober, and I was like, you know, maybe I'll go and just be sober for this. And I was like, what? no, that's not gonna thought, happen. What thought was that, you idiot? <laughs> no, it's like because I just know that. that I'm going to go down there and completely overdo it day one. Yeah, and of course. And just be a fucking wreck for the rest of it. So You know, you know what the real, the real problem here is? It's going to be landing with no sleep because you're going to see everybody and you're going to feel so out of it and tired. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? You're going to start drinking. Exactly. And then it's just everyone's going to be all amped to be there at the same time and getting there at the same time. So it's all going to fall apart night one. That's my bet. Um, and then the next day we do a uh, contest where we taste people's alcohol, I believe. Yeah, so again, good luck with your sober trip. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for right now, let's play uh, an artist that's playing Holy Ship. You can pick whatever one you want. You always hear people talking about through your mind, through your body, through your soul. But they really don't know what that means. They don't really know how to do it. Free your mind, free your soul, free your body, free your mind, free your soul. Talking about through your mind. 
mind, free your body, free your soul. But they really don't know what that means. They don't really know how to do it. Free your mind, free your soul, free your body.
Let's go. We shouldn't have a show. I don't know why Diplo gave us a show. Is, is everyone okay with phantoms? What's up, guys? It's Dylan. Answer your fucking phone. You guys gotta end the show. You should stop the show right now. Hand the show over to Diplo. Fuck! So got to get dirty. It was an insult, sir. Get the power Last week, Kyle and I played our first live show of the year, um, which was down in Long Beach. Uh, it was a bit of a, a warehouse party and an art art party, I guess you could call it. And it really kind of made me nostalgic for some of the old days, some of the good old warehouse parties we used to go to. Yeah, those used to be the best. I remember just uh, many, many times sneaking in alcohol or they had weird alcohol there. We had to buy like raffle tickets to get the alcohol. Am I, am I crazy or so, so does this, does that scene exist in LA anymore or am I just too old? I, I mean, I don't have the answers because I feel like it doesn't, but also at the same time, maybe we're not in the know. I've also been invited to warehouse parties kind of over the last year randomly here and there, and I always say no. So I guess they do exist. But uh, are they good? Because back in the day, you could go there and see some amazing music. Yeah, it would be usually they'd bring in for the warehouse parties, they'd bring in a lot of like cool house and techno electronic people from Europe that don't often come to LA. And, this and poor, is back. poor them, by the way, for coming all the way out to LA and playing something where they probably, you know, might not have gotten paid for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have also trying to throw in our own party here where I remember we had to go to an ATM to pay out our DJ. That's actually, hired. have we ever told that story on, on air? No, back, yeah. so back before electronic music really popped off, um, we decided that we were going, there was like two parties. There was a, a, a club called The Heist and a yeah. club called Club Dance. And uh, they were the only two like major clubs in LA that were playing electronic music for a little time. And this is at the time when you said you liked electronic music. Everybody thought you liked Tiesto, but like early Tiesto. Yeah. Like that the kind of stuff. The trancey stuff, yeah. So we decided that we were going to throw a party on a Wednesday, thinking it would be easy. Mm -hmm. And we had a good What was lineup. it called, Kyle? What the fuck Wednesdays? <laughs> and what the fuck were we thinking? Because... <laughs> Cut to that night. Uh, we did it at this horrible nightclub in Hollywood and Highland, which I think closed right it's, after it's that night. It's now where Dave and Buster's is. Yeah. That's, so yeah. kind of nice we still go back there. Uh -huh. And look, the whole thing was a disaster. Mm -hmm. I think we had uh, 25 people there. I would, that's, yeah, that's a... Uh... We, had a, we hired a door girl too, just in case you know. <laughs> just really got a crazy. Things got crazy. Just so you know, this loca the location of this club, this hot nightclub that we were expecting a lot of people to come to night one, was on the second story of Hollywood and Highland, which is basically a mall. If you haven't been to Hollywood and Highland, there's nothing there, um, nothing to go to at night, so there's no sort of walk-up reason to go there. Yeah, it was um, a, it so. was a disaster. Yeah, it was a bad, bad thing. And yeah, so we threw that, and then we I remember we, were, we hired a local guy, um, and we were going to the ATM, you know, scrambling between all of our accounts to pay him out by the end of the night. So at least we paid everyone out. That's something that not everyone did back yeah. in the day. There are still parties we played from back in the day that we're still waiting on our like two hundred dollars on. There's there was a great one where this kid, he uh, he threw a warehouse party in downtown. This this was a thing back then. Like everyone wanted to throw the hot warehouse party, and this kid was like, "I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna have my girlfriend's uncle, I who I believe was Tommy Lee." Yeah, um, we kept saying that. Yeah, he was right. Saying, Tommy's and he coming. said, "Tommy's, Tommy's gonna come DJ this thing." So we went down there, and there were probably three DJs set up in their own areas for some reason. Everyone, Every DJ brought their own equipment. It looked like it was going to be a DJ battle. And yeah. at that time, we uh, had lighting. Vinny, you didn't really DJ then. No. So it was sort of like, I DJ, you did lighting. Yeah. First group starts to play. 
their shit all shuts down. Okay. Second group, they were like some quinceanera DJs. I yeah. believe that's actually what their card was that they normally yeah. do that. They had their own kind of lighting rig. Their shit went down. <laughs> it was up to us. And we started us for the for the four people that were in that. Yeah, room. nobody was there, and yeah. so we, we did play the whole event. I'm sorry, my phone. Oh, it's is okay. Going I got off. you. Don't worry. Uh, mute that. There we go. Uh, it's calm truths. Oh, nice. Too. <laughs> no, that's but yeah, little name, name drop. drop. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're playing, and uh, he's got so many uh, videographers there doing all uh -huh. the shit. There's probably four videographers, a couple photographers, all the DJs. And then uh, no one shows up, and guess what? Tommy Lee didn't show up. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert, wasn't yeah. there. And then we're at the end of the night. We're owed 150 bucks for mm -hmm. our time. And uh, the photographers, they were the first that turned. They, <laughs> they, were, were, not, not they were not happy, happy. When, when, it, when we found out the money was expected to be made at the door that night. <laughs> and yeah. There was no crowd. Uh, so we were the first to be cut from our payment, which, um, you know, sucks. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, a learning process. But I still miss those kind of, like, DIY nights. Yeah, I know. It's always fun. You never know if things are going to work or not. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of a shit show. I've had some great dark moments in my life, just kind of, like, drunk in a porta potty in the middle of downtown. I don't know where I am. And yeah, I'm just sun's like, coming I have up. to get out of here. But those are the moments you look back on when you're an adult, I think. And you go, ah, those were the days. Yeah. Those well, were the days. <laughs> let's play a song from back in the day. All right, here's some old music. I'm a hustler, baby. That's my dad's maybe. Yeah, I'm a hustler, baby. That's my dad's maybe. Thank you. 
yourselves What the fuck is you gonna do? What the fuck is you gonna do about it? Nothing Phantoms on Diplo's Revolution. Is everyone okay?
Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Kyle? I don't know who we are. Who are you? I know we're phantoms and we're on Hippo's Revolution. So Vinny, there's been this thing um, kind of going around Twitter mm-hmm. and it's it's your what what was your like weirdest celebrity encounter? And growing up in LA and being ex-actors, uh, if you if you don't listen to the show, Vinny and I used to be childhood actors. Like, yeah, fa- like we not, weren't big. Yeah, not child stars. Yeah, just childhood actors. Right. What would you say is your weirdest celebrity run-in? Um, run-in or like just Run, experience? Just experience in general. Um, I think this one might be good because it's kind of timely right now. But it was. I'm sure I've had weirder, but I'd have to think about it. But this is the first one that always comes to my head. It was uh, m- my first commercial that I ever booked. Yeah. Was an SBC Global commercial. And is that you, a company that, that still exists? Does not exist anymore. I believe it's AT and T now. So that that dates me, doesn't it? And um, Vinny's 79 years old. <laughs> and so this commercial, um, I was I was a nerdy kid. I was really into movies, and it turns out in this commercial, my father would be played by. None other than Joe Pesci. Wow. Yeah. That's the incredible. Joe Pesci. And that was like his first acting role in years at the time. And it's even been long. And did you know that. going into it that you were, like, you watched Goodfellas? Yes. yes. You watched Casino? I was a big, big Joe Pesci fan. Home Alone? Which is weird for a 13-year-old boy, I guess. But, but yeah. I, was, uh, I was a big fan of his. So I was really excited to meet him. Very nervous. Obviously, it was my first gig, too. And um, the morning of, we get down to this house in the Palisades where we're shooting it. I walk in, I'm, I'm like all shaky to meet him. And uh, this is actually kind of funny because because of the Irishman and how they de-aged him in this. Well, they de-aged him for this, this shoot as well, yeah. but they didn't have the millions of dollars of technology okay. back then. So what they did was they taped his face back. They taped it back? Yeah, they, they pulled, it's hard to explain, but imagine just as you take your hands and pull your face back. Yeah. And then just taping it with like really intense oh tape so that God. it pulls your skin back. So. Joe is just sitting there trying to get used to that. He's like moving his mouth like a guppy, just like back and forth, trying to move his mouth without pulling the tape off so that his wrinkles would like fall forward. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was how I first met Joe. And it was uncomfortable. It was a very weird experience. That's... Um, he ended up being a very nice guy too. Very good guy. But the, the, that first initial thing when he just looked like upset when he was covered in tape, um, that was a weird one for sure, and I'll never forget that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you and I have had a lot of weird experiences. One time we chased um, what's his name, Ray uh, Ray Romano. Yeah. We saw him at a restaurant in the valley, and for some reason we decided we were gonna follow him, and he tried to lose us. Yeah. Weird a lot kids. of Irishmen. <laughs> yeah. Was he in there? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears for for my weirdest yeah. ones. Um, I got booked to do some weird, low budget orange juice commercial. With none other than, well, now it's changed, but I played Bruce Jenner's son. Oh, at yeah, the time. Caitlyn Jenner now. He's now Caitlyn yes, Jenner. Of course. And uh, how was Bruce back in the day? Okay. What, what do you say? I don't want to. I don't want to go into getting into trouble here. Yeah, yeah. Because so we were talking about somebody in the past tense. That's that's a thing called dead naming, by the way. Um, so if you say, if, if I were to, yeah, I know. So we're walking uh, on a fucking uh, minefield God. right now, buddy. Okay. If you dead name someone, it means like you you. If we called Caitlyn Bruce, but we were also referring to Caitlyn. But but, but Bru- Bruce Bruce, was Bruce was, when you were working with. Yes, but Bruce so, was Bruce when I was working with. Them, yeah. And also, a Olympic swimmer. Right. Uh. <laughs> so, she. Oh God, this is a fucking. Whole <laughs> this is a thing minefield, now. buddy. Get ready. I, well, now I don't even want to say this. <laughs> no, just all right. Well, just we are cognizant that that we're not going to dead name for all of you out there. 
Um, but we were going to refer to Dead Bruce name. as Bruce. Dead name walking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bruce was Bruce at the point, so okay. It's fine. Well, uh, she, mm -hmm. he, right. I don't know. Uh, was was like very very nice. Uh -huh. Very awesome. Talked about golf a lot. Okay. And we shot that commercial. Interesting. Both of ours are commercials too. Oh, that's right. Two commercial experiences. We shot in the Palisades and. Um, well, all the Palisades, too. Oh, you also shot yeah, the Palisades? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. And um, uh, they were interested in golfing the whole time. <laughs> I see this totally sidetracked my story now. I'm sorry. We'll just tell the story. Don't, you can't offend. It's fine. Well, I don't even know where the story's going now. I, just can't, <laughs> I can't use words. Like, uh, tell a story without using certain words. Uh, well, the, Kyle's weird experience was uh, working with uh, then Bruce Jenner, who liked golf. That's what we're. That's well, I think there say. was more to. I, just, <laughs> I, I can't say anymore now. It's a uh, you know, it's a time of uh, changing our our verbiage. One of one of my favorites before we end this uh, terrible segment is um, celebrity talk. <laughs> yeah, celeb talk. Um, the this one of our the, the kids we knew growing up was Taylor Lautner, and he would always do backflips when we were in social situations. He would just. Um, do a backflip. It's hard to explain. Like, imagine a bunch of like, like thirteen to fifteen. It was year olds. his way of getting attention. Right. So imagine like you're at a party and a bunch of kids are kind of dancing around. Yeah, by Usher is on something like that. Um, but he would always do a backflip, and it would it always caught my attention. And I, I kept saying that to people. I would say Taylor Lautner just I never talked to him, but he always does backflips. And well, what did he do when he first hosted SNL? Kyle, a backflip as his monologue. Thank you. My favorite story from our childhood. What what um what is he doing now? Is he okay? I don't know. Should we check in on him? Well, yeah, T Taylor, are you good? I don't know. I think after the uh, after Twilight, I think he became kind of a douche for a bit, from what I've heard. I, I well, don't know personally. Yeah. Um, but again, people probably say we're douches. So. I'm sure they do. I mean, we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a question. Um, uh, well, well, after this, we're gonna talk about our best celebrity sex, and then we're kind of joking. <laughs> Uh, let's go play some music. Something strange happened to me. All I ever wanted was nothing to me. It doesn't matter to me. It
what time of year it is once again uh i don't know what is it it's grammy weekend oh we're already back are yes we? we are back i know we've kind of talked about this in the past or the nominations at least but and by the way another relevant. year we're not nominated so congratulations congratulations on that. no it nomination consistent. keep it consistent um let's see well let's... last year we made some bets on what was going to do what so I'm, I'm ready to do that again yeah and let's pick some i mean We've already talked about some of the major categories. Let's let's go ahead and do a couple from the major categories here, and okay. and then we'll do some from the fun categories. All right, if you know what song I mean. of the year, or is it record of the year? I'm Which going one? song of the year. Okay, song of the year. Got it. Uh, what what do you think was your song of the year? I mean, not mine, but what I'm gonna think, what I think is gonna win. Am I like looking Wait, at the wrong song list? of the year? This is really there's, there's record of the year and song of the year. I know there there always is. I, All right, let's go record of the year. All right, sure. Okay. <laughs> I think the record of the year is going to be, uh, this is tough. This is tough stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I'll uh, just say the nominees really fast. Hey Ma, Bon Iver, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place, Her, Talk, Khalid, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, Sway Lee. I'm going to say I'm between... Uh, Oh gosh! I, I think I gotta go. What do you think old, is gonna win? I think I gotta go Old Town Road because that song was everywhere last year. Yep. And it was the it broke records, but a bit of a fun song. You know, it's not very serious with the Grammys. Right. So I think also, I mean, Lizzo could be up there. I'm gonna say it's either Sunflower or Old Town Road. I can't make two. I'm okay. gonna go Old Town Road for myself. All right, Kyle's going Old Town Road on this one. I am just for the sake of uh, actually having a bet here. I would have put my money on Old Town Road, but I'm going to go with Bad Guy by Billie Eilish because uh, 
She's she's hot uh, right now, and everyone wants a piece. What of are that. you calling her hot? You psychopath! I'm calling the the artist project hot. Okay, <laughs> um, it, I think it's gonna be bad guy this year. Sorry, buddy. Um, I'm so con- Why is song of the year different than record of the year? This is something I've wondered my whole life. I've asked multiple people, and I've never gotten a clear answer on. So. All right. Well, we'll talk to the Grammys about that. Let's talk mm-hmm. about best new artist. Okay. All right. Uh, we have Black Pumas. Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank of the Bangas, or Yola? Tank of the Bangas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. I, I mean, look, it's between Billie Eilish and Lizzo for this, I think. Yes. Unless they decide to give one of them something and then Lil Nas X gets it. Yeah. I am going Lizzo. I think Billy. I'm making a prediction. Billy Eilish is getting panned for some reason. All right. Billy's getting panned in Kyle's eyes. On this one, I'm going to go... I'm gonna take a swing to the left. I'm gonna go Rosalia. I think that okay. this is gonna be a surprise one here. She's going to get best new artist. All right. Which also, how in. do you even judge that? Because a lot of these people have been working for quite some time. Let's. Uh, I know that's my favorite part. It's like best new artist because they're now successful and people know them, or best new artist like there are many new artists yes. that are just <laughs> starting. Uh, I'm gonna go way down here. All right. Uh, if you can find, I'm click to the categories. Right. Let's now, go to. So. Can you can you do best contemporary Christian music performance slash song? Now we always do two categories we know nothing about. Uh, I'm Jewish and I'm also not very religious. Um, so I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna make my choice with this. Hold on, I'm, I gotta find the list. Can you actually, while you're there, just you go ahead and read them off. Okay. I'll, I'll so uh, we have the nominees are for best. Contemporary Christian music performance slash song. Only Jesus. God only knows. And this is not... Oh, I'm reading this now. Yeah. Haven't seen it yet. God's not done with you. Single version or rescue story. Vinny, I'm going to let you make the first pick. All right. Here's what I'm, I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking God only knows is a cover of the Beach Boys. I don't think that... Okay, that's fine. Classic. God only knows. Because it says Dolly Parton. I'm going to go with God Only Knows on this one. I see Dolly Parton on this. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, she's got the uh, you got the, the name with it. But I'm going to say that I'm not done with you yet. And God's not done with you yet. The single version. <laughs> That's my pick, baby. By uh, Torn Wells. Torn Wells. Okay. Uh, all right. And then we're going to go further down. So lock those in. All right. And let's go all the way down to... Best instrument, best instrumental composition. Okay. All right, I'll try and find that. Hold on. Now, not not totally out there, not out of left field, but um, the nominees are Begins Again, Crucible for Crisis, Love, A Beautiful Forest, Star Wars Galaxy and Galaxies End, Symphonic Suite, or Walkin' Funny. <laughs> I can't even find this fucking category. All right, well, <laughs> just say whichever uh, one you remember. All right, Walkin' Funny, because it's the last thing you <laughs> right, said. I like Walkin' Funny. <laughs> I'm going with Crucible for a Crisis, and I'm going to lock that in. All right, let's see if we remember these next week. I, I also like that we didn't uh, talk about any of the electronic stuff, <laughs> which is what this whole fucking station is I think is we about. talked about the electronic stuff months ago when everyone should remember exactly what we said yeah, about that. Yeah, but th- those are our picks, so... <laughs> Uh, Vinny, I'll either be a rich man or a poor man. Um, I'm just going to pull one more out here, and then we can call it on this. Um, it's my favorite category. It's everyone's favorite category. It's why people tune into the Grammys early for the pre-show. It is best album notes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So Popular we have category. for best album notes, the complete Cuban jam sessions. Okay. The gospel according to Malaco. <laughs> Ooh. 
I do like what, what Malaco <laughs> has right. to say. Pedal Steel plus four corners. One of the fan favorites. Peter Seeger, uh, the Smithsonian Folkways Collection. So that's a whole I've collection. I've forgotten the first three. So. Yeah. All right. And then <laughs> Stack 68, a Memphis story. And these are all Best Album Notes nominations. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna put mine in right now. But here's why. Pete Seeger with the Smithsonian Folkways Collection. It's a collection. There's going to be a lot more notes um, okay. for a collection than okay. the gospel, according to Malaco. That guy's trash. Okay. Well, the good news is I managed to find it all here because I forgot every single <laughs> one of them. But I'm going to have to say, and this might come as a surprise to all you note fans out there, that I'm going with the gospel according to Malaco. <laughs> okay? Uh, I just think that this is moving. The notes were great. And also, Robert... Robert Maravich did all the notes, so I I that's why I'm going to I'm huge. Yeah. Huge. I love loved all of his all stuff. Right. I can actually click on his click on his name and see what he else he's done here. Has he got he, any other Grammys? No, his first nomination. Oh, so this can, would be a huge win for Robert. Congratulations to Robert Maravich. Uh, you got the nomination, but you're not getting the win because my boy Jeff Place, who did the notes on Pete Seeger, the Smithsonian Folkways Collection, will be getting the win this weekend. Jeff, you're a big fan of Place. It's your last name, and you're going to be in second place because Robert Maravich is taking first. <laughs> All right, these are locked in. Whoever's keeping track of the shit, I'm going to forget what I even voted for. Yeah, but. same. All right, um, we'll, we'll, we'll reapproach this next week with the, the big winners and uh, see who comes out on top.
What up? We're Phantoms on Diplo's Revolution. Is everyone okay? segment because cool. I have to pee and I'm hungry. Okay. Um, what do you think about binge watching shows? Um, I do it, but I don't I actually kind of I enjoy watching them kind of week to week lately. 
I, I enjoy that too. My issue is I forget what I've watched. Mm-hmm. Almost as if uh, I it was just like one thing and I could rewatch it like a year later and completely forget what happened. Yeah, what's the deal? Is that because is it a memory thing? Because you're kind of it's say you binge watch something within a day or two days. Is it just you you're not your brain's not spending enough time with it to actually remember it? I think so. Yeah. I think that you're just like there's so much info happening so quickly. And the, uh, the last show I binge watched was that um, that Paul Rudd Netflix show, and I couldn't tell you like most of what happened in that show. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like remember the story and I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember very many details about it. Yeah, or, dude, I'm I'm the, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like uh, it, I don't think you can kind of take in everything the the, the same way. No. And uh, I also notice I'm distracted during it. I'll do other shit yeah. while it's playing. It's weird. It's like it's almost like you're putting on a podcast. But back in the day, you used to you you know it's like oh my god, I have to see what happens in this episode. Everything you're tuning out, everything to watch it. I still love my Sunday night HBO experience. You know? Yeah. I, I, it's like, how long have I been doing this now? Since The Sopranos, I guess, back in the day. Oh. And it's just like, since then, it's like Six Feet Under was my thing. And then uh, Game of Thrones and whatever. Fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's, there's so many shows. By the way, just a little fun fact for you. Vinny's favorite um, television ever was the last two seasons of Entourage. Yes, that's correct. I, I think... I think they, they call the golden age of television around when Breaking Bad and Mad Men was on, but I really think that we hit a nice peak um, right in the last two seasons of, of Entourage. And that's yeah. where things really were like, there was no consequence, which was beautiful to watch <laughs> on television. Yeah, because you, know, no you don't want to see any conflict no, at all. No, uh, It is weird, though. Um, I mean, now we're going very specific here to the mm-hmm. people that have not seen Entourage, but uh, it just really did fall off the rails. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, it's, it's a bummer. I mean, that, not that the show was ever amazing, but it really... It was good enough to be yeah. brain candy, and then it just became like, oh, how many celebrities can we fit into an episode? Yeah. So many shows really shit the bed, though. They, they can't nail that landing. You know, Game of Thrones famously just fucked up that last season. Yeah. Um, um, Dexter. Boo. What did you think about The Sopranos ending? What is it? What show is this? Like about the <laughs> podcast. Like just covering all topics now. What do I, what do you mean? I, what do I think about it? Is that the famous Sopranos ending? I know, but what do I think about it? Yeah, what do you think? Do you think it was I a good ending? I thought it was ending? fantastic. Okay. Are you kidding me? It was beautiful. One of the best endings you ever. You want to see Tony get killed or Tony Who needs live? all that finality? You, got, you leave with a feeling and not a, a plot device. Thank you so much for that ending. I forget the name of the writer. David Chase. David Chase. You did a good job there. Okay? Yeah. This is uh, this is horrific. It's like we're a bad television podcast talking about our favorite. Um, well, yeah. Let's, you know, talking TV on a dance channel. I'm sure everyone's loving this. Um, talk about the Grammys and talk about the electronic artists. You know, we're <laughs> really fucking album nailing notes. it right now. Well, that's what people come to expect with this show. And, you know, I like... They're gonna kick us off the air at some point. At least we're going out with a bang. Yeah, talking. You know? We're talking TV. <laughs> what is it called? The gray screen? The blue screen? Uh, speaking of, what are the prices of TVs these days? Huh? I, this is horrible. Uh, how many more segments are we gonna do? I have to pee so um, bad. We we'll stop here and end this hor- horrible segment, and then we'll say goodbye. Um, so go pee pee. Bye bye, right. Kyle. Go pee pee. <laughs>
Come on, come on. Let's go. We shouldn't have a show. I don't know why people gave us a show. Is, is everyone okay with phantoms? What's up, guys? It's Dylan. Answer your fucking phone. You guys gotta end the show. You should stop the show right now. Hand the show over to Diplo. Fuck! So got to get dirty. It was an insult, sir. Get the pirate! Let's uh, send everyone on their way. This was a strange show. I want to just say one thing before we leave. Um, last week, I don't know if we brought this up on air or not, but last week we bought something really stupid for $80. Uh, Kyle, you want to say what it is? Yeah, there's a famous, famous candle going around on Twitter and a bunch of stuff sold from Gwyneth Paltrow herself's company, Goop. And the candle is called This Candle Smells Like My Vagina. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, we went to a hotel that had a goop store in it. And they just, they were the only place, by the way, in the U.S. that had it. Yeah. Um, got lucky there. Got lucky. I don't know if we got <laughs> lucky. But uh, we were like, we have to buy this. This is such a cultural phenomenon for mm -hmm. the 25 seconds it is on Twitter. And uh, we bought two of these candles. Uh, and Vinny, would you want to tell tell them how much they were? Yeah, eighty dollars, uh, which piece. is a piece. Yeah, a piece, which is disgusting. I I've spent thirty dollars max on a candle, and even that was tough for me. So eighty dollars was was bad. And it was not worth the joke because the candle itself smells horrific. Yeah, it smells like a seventy-five year old woman. Um, but not not a vagina. It just smells like bad perfume. Yeah, it doesn't smell like a vagina. And it and it sticks to your fingers mm -hmm. like a vagina. I mean, <laughs> is that what they were going for? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, our ride that we were in after we bought it, it was in the trunk of the car, and it somehow emanated from within the box and within the trunk into the entire car, and just smelled like a bad perfumey vagina smell. It was bad. I don't recommend anyone to buy it. It's not a good gag purchase. It's not a good this gag purchase. This is a purchase. warning. Now okay. we're sitting with this thing, and it was so much money, I don't want to throw it out. <laughs> and it's just really bumming me out. What do we like, do with this? I don't know. What do, you, what do you do with it? You re-gift it? We lit it the other day for a picture, and it just stunk up our apartment. Yeah. It's horrible. It, it smelled like uh, the, the old Golden Girls were here <laughs> and uh, having a little yoga sesh. <laughs> it's just not... It wasn't good. Um, all right. On that note, <laughs> uh, happy. That note, we're definitely going to be taken off the air yeah. this episode. But happy we are weekend. at Phantoms everywhere. We have a fucking phone number. We yeah, can here text is us. the phone number. Text <laughs> us 310 881 8616 and let us know what you think about the vagina candle. Uh, these next weeks, we are going to be in Dominican Republic at Shipwrecked, and then we are playing Charleston at Trio Nightclub. Get your tickets now, and then we are going overseas. We're going to London, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> they, they like Austin Powers out there, right? Yeah, we come with the fake teeth and the dun, 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 <laughs> right. dun. Cool. Well, I I'll buy my cost. because I'm unhappy. That's not as horrible. Get in my belly. <laughs> All right, let's fucking, God, it's like morning radio shock jock shit. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>